the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. A little hot out there, huh? Man. Yeah. It's okay, though. Uh, we're running space heaters here in the Word FM studios. <laughs> it's about 46 degrees so, in the studios. It's ridiculous. Why that is work? it that whenever we come on the air, we start talking about weather? Do you notice that? Why do we do that? I don't know. Is it like the, the only important thing that we have in our lives that update. we have to like, I mean, it's just... You know, I was here the other day. I was here on Saturday night. I was uh, yeah, filling I felt in. Yeah, ba- I felt badly for you. No, it's fine. Um, it's shocking how many lights are on. You know? Oh, so we leave lights on when we leave on Friday? I think all of corporate America does. Mm, yeah, that's we, too bad. Yeah. I try to shut them off when I leave here. No, I think it's corporate policy. Light a, the, Stop a thief, light a light. Remember that? No. Yeah, it was, it was like a slogan that Duquesne Light had for years. It was during the energy crisis. Really? Yeah, to stop a thief, light a light. You know what I thought of the other night? Hmm. We were watching a uh, a drama where there was a house fire yeah. in the drama. And I, I thought of stop, drop, and roll. Oh, I hope I never have to do that. Was that the, was that Dick Van Dyke? What? Or was that Bill Cosby? I don't know. What do you? I, it was a. It was a public. It was a bit. It was like a no, 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 no. Oh, it was a. It was a bit. <laughs> what kind of bit is that? Well, you're like, That's like the worst you, bit of all time. You named two comedians. I'm thinking it's a bit. <laughs> Stop, drop, and roll. Hey, no, I'm on fire. It was not, Richard Pryor. Is no, what that it's was. not. No, it's not. It's none of those people. Okay. No, it was like a public affairs thing. Be cool about fire safety. If you don't want to get burned, be cool about fire safety. What the heck? Who's that? I don't know who that is. Now, we just went from the weather. <laughs> we went from the weather to that's, electric lights that's to why, fire safety. That's why the ride home is set apart. Mike, do me a favor and look up Stop, Drop, and Roll. Okay. I think it was either Bill Cosby or Dick Van Dyke. It was like a public- A PSA. It was a PSA, and it was a really big deal. They showed it in our school. What? Multiple times. I remember being in elementary school, and and we were we would practice it. What? It was a oh yeah. You I mean, how hard is stop, drop, and roll that we we'd have to practice it? But I remember well, practicing you know, it in fifth grade. Really, you roll around on the floor. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's not Richard. It's, it's Richard Pryor. It's not Richard Pryor. I, I it's not. It might have been. It's not Richard Pryor. All right. Well, well, new Mike is looking up that yeah. information. Up. Uh, so day. Big last day. night was the reveal. Yeah, uh, and we we did a contest around the reveal. Which we is did. Really, which is really what I was concerned about. Okay, but wait. Before we talk about the contest, what did you think? I loved it. I loved it a lot. Uh, I was I was a little disappointed, uh, you know. Um, I thought that Amy Coney Barrett was going to be the selection. Okay. Although in hindsight, of course, this is a very safe pick, right? Brett Kavanaugh. It's a it's an incredibly safe pick. Are I you love kidding it. me? I don't know. I don't know how. Even though, I mean, uh, this is USA Today. Um, Chuck Schumer says this. I will oppose I will oppose Judge Kavanaugh's nomination with everything I have. And I hope a bipartisan majority will do the same. The, the stakes. Pricing? No, this is Chuck Schumer. The stakes are simply too high. 
for anything less. Uh-huh. Now, come on. Okay. Everything so, I okay. have. So, Do you know so last every, night? Everything has to be life and death. Last night in front of the Supreme Court, <laughs> there were demonstrations. And right. reporters were saying that they felt unsafe. I know. And those demonstrations started before anyone had any idea who it was. Right. How about the uh, uh, organizations on the left sending out uh, press releases? Like the like the March for Women? With that was my favorite one. B- XX? Yeah, XX. <laughs> So the March for Women had already decided on a tweet yeah. that would say that the uh, March for Women absolutely opposes the nomination of whoever the person is. So right. they had written it ahead of time, right. knowing that they would, of course, fully oppose whoever Remember. it was without having any information about who that person would be. Anyway, but then they tweeted it XX. without putting the name in. <laughs> so it says, we like vociferously oppose the nomination of XX. That's dangerous. It, that's a up. dangerous person, XX. XX, XX is a hor- what a horrible smoke. choice the president made. Yeah. XX. Anyway, so it was really cool. I mean, um, we sat down, the entire family, and watched the little history unfold. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we talked about this briefly yesterday. Probably never before President Trump has there been a primetime reveal of a Supreme Court candidate. I don't think that ever happened before. And again, as we foretold. If anyone's going to usher it in, it's going to be him. Of course it is. He's the uh, celebrity president. So as we foretold yesterday, door number one, door number two, door, door number three. Out walked Brett Kavanaugh from door number one with his family, right on cue, as a matter of fact. It was. I was expecting to see the curtain or something just Open go up. swishing right as they came out. With a washing machine next to him. Right. Mm-hmm. Or, 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 the, or the woman from The Price is Right <laughs> doing the thing with, the, with their mm-hmm. hand under the whatever it is. Here's a radar range and a Supreme Court justice, Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. He did a great job in his speech. He sure did. So President Trump you know, sort of threw it up for him in a nice, easy lob. And then Brett Kavanaugh really hit it out of the mm-hmm. park. First, giving kudos to the president, uh, talking about how the president vetted himself more than any other president he in history. He said there has never been a, a president who's talked to more people and investigated more options mm-hmm. than this president for a Supreme Court pick. I love that so much. And then, of course, he talked about his parents, especially his mom. How about that? An only child. Mm-hmm. What, what must the parents feel when their only son, their only child, is now on the docket to be a Supreme Court justice. I mean, it's just shocking. So both Kavanaugh's parents are lawyers. Uh, if you haven't seen his speech, you should just you know Google it and watch it. Yeah. Um, it's short. It's maybe – Eight minutes. Yeah, max. maybe 10 or 12 at, at the outside. But he talked about the fact that when he was 10 years old, his mom went to law school. Yeah. So what he learned about law, he learned over the dining room table right. through his mom. So his mom became a prosecutor when he was in high school and – Learned all of that, and then she became a judge. And yep. so he said when people call him Judge Kavanaugh, he feels like it's not right because that's already been mom. taken. Yeah. Hey, we've got some clips. Mike, can you play some, uh, some uh, little intros from last night? Okay, good. Tonight, it is my honor and privilege to announce that I will nominate Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. My mom was a trailblazer. When I was 10, she went to law school and became a prosecutor. My introduction to law came at our dinner table when she practiced her closing arguments. Her trademark line was, use your common sense. What rings true, what rings false. That's good advice for a juror and for a son. My judicial philosophy is straightforward. A judge must be independent and must interpret the law, not make the law. A judge must interpret statutes as written. And a judge must interpret the Constitution as written, informed by history and tradition 
and precedent. Fabulous. Okay, so any fears that people said, well, he's going to just you know, make his own laws up and he's going to enforce them as he goes along. This is really quality along the way. And I know people who have have a liberal mindset are fearful. All this talk about overturning Roe v. Wade, which I cannot imagine happening. Of course, I can imagine it happening, but I do not believe that it will happen. So uh, this might be neither here nor there at this point, but just a matter of clarification um, that the Supreme Court can what what the Supreme Court could do uh, with Roe v. Wade is basically just send it back to the states. And every state would get to determine. So it's not like there's going to be yeah. a blanket statement put out by the Supreme Court that it, it, you have to go back and look at the initial decisions. And basically what they did is they vacated the anti-abortion statutes that were in the other states. Right. That's how Roe versus Wade came to be. So And to roll back settled law. So, so basically what they'll do is they'll just – you know, if they would do it, which we have no indication imagine. that they really would do, imagine. so it just goes back to the states, and every state gets to decide. Which, in my opinion, is the way it should always have been. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so uh, we're going to take a break and come back from a family research council. We're going to speak to a, a lawyer himself, g- get a take um, about what it is, what uh, Brett Kennedy is uh, all about, and uh, Brett Ka- Kavanaugh. Sorry, you mean Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah, we're Brett not, one of the Kennedys wasn't part of this. <laughs> what Brett Kavanaugh is all about? A oh, insight. But wait. Oh, our contest. We have winners to announce. Oh, yeah. Yes, so Jiminy yesterday. Jiminy Christmas. We did a little poll oh, yesterday. Our game. Mike, do you have any, uh, do any, have any insight there? Any uh, contest uh, music? There we go. There you go. Okay, so on yesterday's show, we asked you to choose your winner for the Supreme Court position. Yes, the game was entitled, John, Choose Your Supreme Court Justice. Nice. Mm -hmm. People chimed in. Mm -hmm. And what we decided, what we said yesterday, is anyone who picks the same justice that the president picks, we're going to put you all in a big you know, bin and we're going to choose two winners. Right, which we did. We've done this. The bin wasn't, you know, super big, but it was pretty big. It was a bin. Yeah. I don't think you have to tell how big the bin was. The bin's a bin. I guess so. Okay, so are we going to do one or both? I think we should do both. Okay, go right ahead. The winners are for for the Idlewild family four pack of Mm -hmm. tickets. Yes, the first winner is? Yes. Deb Duncan. Oh, yes, Deb Duncan. And winner number two. Mm hmm. Valerie Ainsworth. Valerie. Congratulations. I mean, the only radio station in the country, I'm sure, giving out amusement park tickets coupled with a Supreme Court nominee. This is why we love the ride home. Well, we do. Okay, we'll take a break. Come back. Family Research Council is up next. Insight on Supreme Court. WORD. Next time on PowerPoint with Jack Cram. God's love is tough. It acts. It works. It is down to earth. It is alive. And it is the love of God that makes all other kinds of love deeper and dearer. Tune in next time for PowerPoint with Jack Graham. PowerPoint, tonight at 9.30 on 101.5 WORD. The following is a true story. My name is David Bryant. When I was 37, my wife and I decided to get term life insurance through SelectQuote. Just three years later, I was diagnosed with ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. Because of life insurance, the people I love most in this world will be protected no matter what happens to me. 
I know that the dreams I have for my family can still come true. Financial security, to stay in the home we became a family in, and for our children to be able to go to college. I reached out to SelectQuote because I wanted to share my story. If just one person purchases life insurance, I know I will have made a difference. SelectQuote can find a 37-year-old male a $500,000 policy for under a dollar a day. If there are people you care about, you need life insurance. It may be the single most important financial decision of your life. Don't put off protecting your family. Get your free quote now. Call 800 700 That's 800-705-3030. 800-705-3030. Or go to selectquote.com. This is a paid endorsement. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Not available in all states. The Landing is one of the newest and hottest places for families. Owned and operated by Impact Christian Church, the Landing Community Center in Moon Township is absolutely free. No membership needed. With an indoor turf field, gymnasium, kids' play area, meeting rooms, and great food at our cafe, we have something for everyone. Give your kids a play day without hurting your wallet. This is our gift to you. And we have great rates for your private rental needs. Check us out online at impactthelanding.com. This is Chris Abernethy of Abernethy and Hagerman. Estate administration isn't something we do on the side. It's the heart and soul of our practice. Any attorney can write a will, but we have the experience to administer your estate plan properly to achieve the goals we all share, to protect your assets, minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones you love. How you get there is specific to your situation. So let's talk. Abernethy and Hagerman, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. Amazon Prime Day returns July 16th. It's an epic day and a half of our best deals. So whether you're looking for flat screen TVs or footwear, headphones or kitchenware, beauty products or home furnishings, you'll find tons of amazing deals on brands like GoPro, Sony, Adidas, and more. All in one place. Don't miss Amazon Prime Day. Starting July 16th through July 17th. Not a Prime member? Start your 30-day free trial today. I think few people can imagine what it would be like to be generally obscure and then all of a sudden in a heartbeat your name your life your personality spread across uh, all of the united states if not around the world here to talk to us about that dr chris gasick is the senior fellow regulatory affairs at family research council to talk about uh, the uh, supreme court nominee brett kavanaugh uh, chris welcome to the show. how are you today I'm doing fine. How are you doing? Real good. Thanks for coming along today for your insights. Sure. Chris, tell us what you think of the pick. Well, um, I think the first thing that has to be said is that President Trump uh, did, in fact, you know, keep promise, which was yeah. uh, to select someone from, uh, if this was sort of the amended list, but, uh, you know, someone that was publicly announced and vetted and, uh, you know, a person that's... Um, you know, at, at one level, just to the highest quality, uh, you know, lawyer and uh, legal scholar and constitutional law thinker. So, uh, you know, being on the Court of Appeals here in the District of Columbia is a, a pretty big uh, honor. And um, and I think everyone admits that, you know, he is, Kavanaugh has fulfilled his obligations very well. And, you know, he's a good writer and all that stuff. But, I mean, he's a textualist, you know, constitutionalist, all these, you know, these sort of words that mean... Look, let's stick to the let's limit the power of judges by sticking to the, the meaning of the documents that we're given to you know interpret and not become you know single person or nine person legislatures uh, that really have no check and, and in a sense have no place in a 
a Republican form of government, right? Or, yeah, you know, yeah. So, so Chris, from your perspective, what does this mean for the Supreme Court? I mean, how will this work itself out? Well, I mean, uh, the nomination, I think, is going to, you know, the, the nomination um, battle or whatever you want to call it. I mean, I think it's just going to be like Stalingrad or something. I mean, it, this is just going to be the nastiest thing we may have ever seen, you know, since uh, since Bork or, you know, the Clarence Thomas hearing. Um, maybe maybe more like Bork than the Clarence Thomas hearing. Because Clarence Thomas hearing kind of went along pretty well until the whole Anita Hill thing blew up, but the um, uh, the Bork hearing was uh, you know an exercise in defamation from the minute the pick was selected when Kennedy went down to the the well of the Senate, you know, and um, I mean the Democrats just seemed to be completely uh, you know sort of off their rockers. I mean they're you know having rallies every day and. Um, I mean, I was watching the, you know, Shannon Bream was supposed to be doing a, a news report from uh, from there last night on Fox News. And there were these people, uh, you know, having a rally. And the, the woman running the rally, I mean, that, you know, you could, I've seen some video footage. I mean, she just looks like completely, I mean, I, I mean, Unhinged. really needs some mental help. I mean, it's just, these people are really just uh, uh, out there. So, yeah. Um, if so, I were a United States Senator on the Republican side, I would want to have, I would be very careful for my safety. Well, it seems as if overall um, we are becoming less able to reach consensus in all sorts of ways. But I went back and looked at the Senate votes today um, mm-hmm. of, how, of how they went over the for the last five um, nominations. And so you, you, you brought up Clarence Thomas, and of course that was incredibly contentious, especially after the uh, Anita Hill testimony. That was in uh, 1991, but he was, um, he was approved by the Senate 5248. Um, and then if we go to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she was 96 to 3. Wow. Right. 96 to 3 in 1999. Um, and then going to Sotomayor, that was in 09, uh, that was under Obama. She was approved 68-31, and then Kagan was 63-37, and then Gorsuch was mm-hmm. 54-45. So I bring all those up simply because you can see that there's less and narrowing less. And narrowing. And, right, there's less and less agreement. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all, it's all narrowing on one side, though, right? I mean, it's not narrowing. I mean, the Republicans are not nearly as ideological, right? I mean, when you approving, I mean, Ruth Gator Ginsburg, it doesn't get more ideologically leftist than that. I'm, I'm, it'd be interesting to know what the, the Breyer vote was, but, you know, and so, some of the, and the Roberts votes. But, I mean, look, I mean, you sort of see that they are both narrowing. But I think, I mean, just my sense of this was that there was always a sort of a norm that, you know, if the person could, you know, walk and chew gum and, you know, is of decent character and, you know, sound body and all that, um, you know, each side would let the other side sort of, you know, get their selections. That it started changing in the seventies with some of the attacks on the Nixon people, but um because there were a couple that were shot down. Uh, I think it was before they got Blackman. Um but then, you know, when you get to the Bork thing, sort of everything you know, everything changes, right? Sure. And uh, the Republicans started to essentially I think back out of this this norm so that um but, you know, still, I mean, Sotomayor getting over 60 is just, I mean, that's kind of absurd. I mean, sure she's, is. she's a hardcore leftist, and she's not really even very good. So it's not like Kagan, who really is very smart, you know. Um, and, and when you look at the, the, the Gorsuch vote, I mean, that's just ridiculous. I mean, it basically means that if, if, if Republicans have a nomination, a nominee that they could put in, and they don't have control of the Senate, there's not going to be a vote. Right. Uh, yeah, that's kind of clear. I mean... 
you know, because, but first of all, I mean, they, they won't bring it up for a vote, but then even if they could, uh, it's going to be very hard to get. We're, we're down to three Democrats, basically, who might vote for uh, Kavanaugh, you know. And well, I don't, I don't yeah, well, know. they're going to be a, they're going to be in a hard spot because um, they're in states that favor the president, and so right. if they go, you know, if they go against the nomination, they're going to risk not being reelected. Yeah, I think that's going to vary for each one of them, and and you know, I honestly, I mean, I have to say though, I think that I think the pressure would have been much greater, for example, for Donnelly if the the, the selection had been for Barrett, right? Because mm-hmm. she's in, she's from Notre Dame and. Illinois, I mean, uh, Indiana and all that. So, you know, um, Kavanaugh is kind of a D.C. guy. I mean, he, I don't know what's, you know, it, he's not going to get any slack in Virginia. I can tell you that from Tim Kaine or, um, you know, or other senators. So, um, you know, Mark Warner, I, I don't think. I mean, I just don't see anything. Those guys oh, budging an inch. From the Family Research Council, Dr. Chris Gasick is with us. So, Chris, I mean, all things considered, even along party lines, if that was the case, which is looks to be the uh, as it may be, uh, for all intents and purposes, this is going to be confirmed, right? Um, you know, I, I think it'll be close. It'll probably be confirmed, but um, I, I, you know, when you're talking about your upside vote is something like fifty-two, fifty-three right. at the most. Yeah. yeah. And and you got two months of this kind of in, you know this kind of these attacks coming and they're pulling you know they're going to be producing millions of pages of documents on on him because of you know working for Ken Starr working in the Solicitor General's office working in the White House all these opinions um, and then who knows who they'll pop out of the woodwork on something I mean you know I, I mean I don't think anything is off the table here right I mean any tactic any I mean they've just made it clear that there is nothing they will not do to defeat him short of, like, you know, violence. Uh, now, you, um, first off, I, I was thinking about the violence thing. I was thinking about the difficulty and the fact that we, you know, our, our, um, our public statements, whether we're talking about Twitter or Facebook, are just so incendiary. I just, you know, we, we talked before you came on about the Women's March who had already put out, mm-hmm. who had already had their tweet ready about how they vociferously opposed the nomination. Double X. Right. To XXX. Right, with the XX, which I think is very, very funny. Uh, right. But anyway, so we, everybody's certain exactly which side of the line they're going to fall on. My question is, I wonder if just seeing him last night, Kavanaugh, with his wife and his two little girls, does that bring any humanity into this? Like, are we really going to drag this family through the mud completely? I think, I mean, you're a normal human being, and, you know, you sort of have a soul, and the answer for you would be, like, yes, you know, even if you were opposed. But, I mean, go take a look at the people that were at the Supreme Court last night. There's, like, nothing there. I mean, and and, um, and these these Democrats. Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't mean to say, like there are Republicans who are the same way, right? And they're sure. you know sort of ginned up and they're nasty. But I'm just saying that um, uh, you know one of the things I find just ironic about this is, look, I mean, even if you overturned Roe versus Wade, and these guys are not going to do that. I mean, immediately, they're even if they. I mean, they're both very cautious. I mean, it's about Roberts and Kavanaugh, and so there's a lot of reasons why you would why this would happen through litigation and it would go step by step. And but Let's say, for example, you just got rid of it, right? It turn, overturn the whole decision, this whole legitimate edifice of abortion law at the federal level, these mandates, right? I mean, you'd have state law underneath it. And, and, and in a huge proportion of the states, and then for you know most of people in the United States, there, there's basically wide-open abortion. So by legislative, you know, by law of those states, or they could just change it within, like, you know, weeks or months. 
So it, it's, I mean, that's the thing that's sort of crazy about this, right? I mean, it's not like... Um, well, people just don't know, know what they're like, talking about. I mean, that's just the bottom right, well, line. That's is one they, of the problems, right? right? They haven't yeah. done any reading whatsoever. They've just decided that they're going to follow whoever their stalwart is on their side, and they're going to do crazy stuff without having any justification for it. It's not. I mean, that's one of sort of the same things about the marriage decision. I think it was so completely illegitimate. I think it's the kind of thing that Kavanaugh and these sorts of guys really find offensive. Yeah. I mean, you know, you had over thirty states that had chosen a certain, you know, a definition of marriage that did not agree with what the Supreme Court, you know, imposed on fifty states. I mean, um, and I don't know whether the same thing will happen over fifty years. You know, where the legitimacy of that whole person. I mean, I don't think Orthodox Christian churches will ever change their perspective on marriage. I think these, the, you know, the Baker case and these sorts of things, they're showing that there, there's a real problem here, right, mm-hmm. um, with, with doing this sort of thing. And this is ultimately a problem that you have when, you, when an elite institution, an oligarchy like a Supreme Court, sort of de- de- you know, decides it's going to basically take over governing the country on social issues. Um, so then people become sort of entrenched in these various positions because, for example, I mean, you know, if you go, if you reverse, you know, Bergefell, right? They're not getting, you know, if you went to the sort of popular, the popular will, I mean, it, it, you know, a lot of these these ideas that the left has, they would win, right? Of course, yeah. That, um, and and again, it's just, and and figuring that out it doesn't require a whole lot of investigation, no. and I think that I think right. I think that's the problem. Now let, let, we're almost out of time, Chris. I just want to bring this up. Sure. To you. you said you wondered what the numbers were on Breyer and Roberts, and I have those for you. Sure. Um, we're looking okay. at we are, we're looking at the Senate votes for uh, confirmation of of the you know last six or seven Supreme Court justices. So Breyer was in uh, ninety four, well, and he was okay. he was good. he was approved eighty seven to nine. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. Roberts was in 2005. So it goes, if we're looking at chronological order, um, it, mm-hmm. it goes uh, Ginsburg, which was 96 to 3. Then Roberts mm-hmm. was 78 to 22. And then it goes to mm-hmm. Sotomayor, Kagan, and Gorsuch. So every single confirmation, the gap, tighter and tighter. The gap, the gap has gotten tighter. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, except for the Thomas sort of exception, yeah. right? Which then it sort of widened out to Ginsburg, right? And then, and then it's been coming down, right? Right. And here's the thing. I also don't know with those numbers, I didn't go back and research what the breakdown between Democrat and Republican was in the Senate. Yeah, I mean, probably they're pretty close to party line, maybe not exactly. But I mean, they're, yeah, I would say that it probably correlates like 90%. So it's, it wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't, um, you know, Lose sleep over it. <laughs> okay, but what does that tell us? I guess is my question. What? It, well, I mean, it, it, it's a it's a very good indication of the. I think the the lagging indicator is that the Republicans had sort of given up on all those norms, and I think, you know, the sort of the norms of the comedy of the Senate is what you used to call it, right? And I think that was sort of made manifest, you know, in the Gorsuch uh, fight when you had uh, McConnell basically say, look, you know, you got rid of the filibuster for the lower court. Uh, nominees, and we're not going to let you block this guy uh, just out of the box with the 60-vote rule. So, I mean, you know, Harry Reid's um, stupidity came back to bite the Democrats, and I think they regret it greatly. But, um, you know, that's where we are, right? I mean, when the society sort of becomes more polarized, eventually it's going to reflect itself uh, in things like these, the, the norms of the Senate and the way they behaved. Um, and it really does show a sort of an increasing lack of civility. This is not the way people behaved in the 60s, you know, when Lyndon Johnson and Dirksen and these guys were sort of running the place with, you know, they were very good friends, right, and then worked with each other. 
um, I'm not saying it was the greatest time of the world, you know, in, in the 1960s, but I'm just saying um, they didn't hate each other. <laughs> you could find a consensus. Yeah, and, and you know, and, and especially in sort of like making a, the body work better, right? I mean, especially a consensus-based body like the Senate, where you can have unanimous, you need unanimous consent to do a lot of things. So, um, you know, it, it, in a way, it doesn't bode well for the. It also kind of shows why the Senate is so dysfunctional. It surely does. Well, Dr. Gasek, thanks an awful lot. Um, come back and join us as we inch along for the uh, nominations. <laughs> Anytime. Just call. Thank you. <laughs> Pleasure's ours. Dr. Chris Gasek, he's a senior fellow at the Family Research Council. We live in odd and interesting times. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Hi, I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our to have and to hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more. Or visit HennyJewelers.com. Henny Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzinski of the Original Mattress Factory. And we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. The Landing is one of the newest and hottest places for families. Owned and operated by Impact Christian Church, the Landing Community Center in Moon Township is absolutely free. No membership needed. With an indoor turf field, gymnasium, kids' play area, meeting rooms, and great food at our cafe, we have something for everyone. Give your kids a play day without hurting your wallet. This is our gift to you. And we have great rates for your private rental needs. Check us out online at impactthelanding.com. Isn't crushing candy? just boring play the hit puzzle game best fiends it's sweeping the nation tired of matching candies give best fiends a try it's fun fresh and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family download best fiends for free in the app store or google play that's friends without the r best fiends sergeant rj anderson's dream was to take to the skies i've always wanted to be a soldier but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot i think i was meant to to fly 
I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. A spotty shower, a thunderstorm into early this evening. We'll be turning out clear later tonight and more comfortable, low 60 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny skies, a pleasant afternoon, high 82. Mostly clear tomorrow night, low 58, and another nice day for Thursday with sunshine, high again 82 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. So the cave is empty again. With the rescued safe, it's time for the rescuers to make their own exit. And so today, after 18 days of drama that gripped Thailand and the world, the last people exited the flooded cave complex in which 12 young soccer players and their coach had been trapped. Hallelujah. Oh, what a great story. Mm-hmm. What an absolutely fabulous story. It's good when things turn out it well. It sure is. I mean, you know, if you have time to go and delve deeply into what it took to get these people out, yeah. you will be shocked at the level of minutia that they had to get into to ensure that they all arrived alive. Whose master plan was put together? Uh, it's an Australian anesthesiologist who's really? also an experienced cave diver. And he was the one who was in charge. He's the one who, uh, I mean, there were many people that were involved, but he was the leader of the group trying to figure out how to map the cave, how to come up with a plan for it, and how to get the kids out. It's incredible, isn't it? It's I mean, the technology, amazing. everything worked together in synchronicity. And to think, you know, probably the technology didn't exist to make this happened 10 years ago these kids would have been you know left to just die in the cave so now everybody's out and safe one of my favorite elements of this was seeing i don't know if you saw the handwritten yes notes that the kids sent out once they were found to their parents i want some barbecued pork yeah or the kids say please don't give me so much homework <laughs> like i'm anticipating you're gonna give me a lot of homework so please don't give me I'll help that my much mom. i'll do all the chores exactly i'll do all the chores i love that yeah. here's another thing that uh, jumped out at me today i'm reading from uh foxnews.com an article by edmund demarsh and travis fudgeon and uh this is a quote all 12 wild boars and coach have been extracted from the cave hoo a post said, the Navy SEALs later wrote, we are not sure if this is a miracle, science, or what. Hmm. But all 13 wild boars are now out of the cave. Ooh, yeah. And I thought, you know what? Why Isn't it funny that we ha- we tend to think that miracle and science are two different things? Yeah. But they have to they be don't mutually have to exclusive. be two different things. No. They don't have to be. They don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yes, They're, meld together. That this story is big enough for both. Outstanding. Yeah, really, really good news. I mean, when you first heard about this story, you thought this <sighs> is crazy. This will end as a tragedy. And today, fabulous news that all these kids get to go back in the arms of their moms and dads. So we celebrate along with you. Take a break and come back in a few minutes. Uh, our next guest: the day I fervently asked Jesus to come back. 
Stay with us. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Want to take your spiritual life to the next level? Listen to Adrian Rogers. Now, we want you as a believer in Jesus Christ to learn some factors of faithfulness that will help you to stand strong, to be a good Christian at home, and to be a solid citizen in this world. Learn factors of faithfulness this month on Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Tired of working for everyone else? With Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Pittsburgh, you can be your own boss and own your own business. It's a common dream that too often goes unrealized. As owner of your own commercial cleaning franchise, you can finally take control of your future. Vanguard Cleaning Systems offers you a turnkey opportunity that takes you through everything step by step, from the initial setup, marketing, and even providing you with new customers. Even if you have no experience, Vanguard will equip you to succeed at your own pace. Vanguard's expertise is why they're consistently ranked as a top franchise in Entrepreneur Magazine. Isn't it time you stopped working for everyone else? Discover the daily joy of being your own boss. All it takes is an initial upfront investment as low as $5,000 that will quickly pay for itself with Vanguard's proven model of success. To start your own janitorial business or expand your current one, call Vanguard Cleaning Systems of Western PA, 724-870-4120. Graduation is an exciting time in life, but it can also leave you feeling a little uncertain about what's next. If only your high school diploma came with a career game plan. The good news is Express Employment Professionals is here to help. If you're looking for immediate work, sign up for the Express Jobs app and you'll be able to apply for a variety of quality jobs quickly and easily. If you want to continue learning and building skills, you can access 18 free CTC courses through their Express Learn program. Learn more today at ExpressPros.com or call 412-494-2000. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Welcome back. Caleb Kaltenbach is with us. Caleb's a pastor in California, the author of Messy Grace, How a Pastor with Gay Parents Learned to Love Others Without Sacrificing Convictions. We saw an article in Christianity Today called The Day I Fervently Asked Jesus to Come Back. And Caleb, welcome to the show. How are you? 
Hey, great. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Caleb, tell us a story about you living in Southern California and the group of friends that you assembled around you. Well, I uh, ended up moving there after I went to college, went on staff at a large church out here in the Los Angeles area, Shepherd Church, uh, back then it was known as Shepherd of the Hills Church, and I ended up serving as the college and young adult pastor uh, for eight of my 11 years when I was on staff there, and uh, ended up uh, moving in with a couple friends when I moved to L.A., made rent a whole lot cheaper, sure, you yeah. get a couple different roommates, and you're not married, and you know, when you're just out of college, you don't really care that much about where you live or anything like that. You yeah. know, as long as you can sleep somewhere. So a couple of my really good friends and I moved in. So one of your friends, uh, after a while, uh, he left the group. He left the house and he got married. And uh, that's where the, the crux of this story really takes place. Tell us what happened. Yeah, he, uh, this is my friend Jeff. And uh, he used to be an agent for the DEA. And while we we were roommates, he would work undercover jobs, like even undercover with the Ukrainian mafia. And I always thought I would, you know, get killed or something like in an action movie, and he'd have to avenge my death. But, um, yeah, thankfully that never happened. But he uh, ended up getting married not too long after he got married. Uh, he was at home at nighttime, and his wife was coming back from working. He got on his motorcycle to go down and grab something to drink from the store, and as he was going down the road, a guy made an illegal U-turn right in front of him. Jeff T-boned him, and he was just hurled into eternity. You know, that killed him, and unfortunately, his wife drove by not too long after that and found him laying in the middle of the road, and um, I got a call, and it was late at night. It's kind of call nobody wants to get. I ended up going to uh, uh, the scene of the accident and then over to his house. And a whole bunch of our friends had already kind of gathered over there. Nobody really knew what to say. It was one of those horrible nights that you hope you never have to relive. Yeah. And Caleb, what struck me uh, about your description of this evening that went over to your uh, friend's house, Jeff's house, was that there was, you know, a drink sitting out and there was uh, clothes on the bed and, you know, things as though he was just coming back quickly, but of course he wasn't coming back. Yeah, I mean, he had, in his mind, thought, I'm going to run the store real quick, and I'll be right back. And he had no idea that, that was the last thing he would do. So we got there. His glass was still kind of sweating the water beads on the side, and his clothes were laid out for the next day. Uh, he had the TV on, had his book out, I mean, stuff like that. Yeah. And I half expected it to be some kind of undercover sting or something. Um, wanted him to pull a, a James Bond or Jack Bauer type move and he's not really gone but truth of the matter is is that you know he was gone physically he was gone spiritually he's with the lord um but that yeah that was a rough night and so uh, you described this uh the the the, uh, graveside service which i think is really compelling that there's a group of your friends and uh, until the the last shovel of dirt was put upon the casket that you all stayed there together as though you just could not bear to say goodbye. Yeah, he was buried over in uh, Hollywood Hills, and just from where he was buried at, you could see the hills right above Burbank, um, Burbank Glendale, and the clouds were kind of moving over the hills, and 
Uh, I half expected Jesus to come back. I wanted him to come back during that moment, but Jesus didn't end up returning during that moment. And so that was that was pretty difficult. And as you said, nobody left. Everybody just kind of hung around the graveside. And I've, I'm a pastor. I've done many funerals, many gravesides. I've never seen so many people um, stay at one site for so long. It's almost as if uh, everybody felt like if we left, we were submitting to the fact that he was really gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as we stayed, there was always hope there. Um, but as I was looking and looking at the hills and the clouds coming over, I, I was reminded about the fact that even in the midst of tragedy, that that there is hope, that Jesus is coming back, but that God is with us, and that whatever our current circumstances are, they are not a reflection of how God feels about us, that our hope and our faithfulness extends beyond our current circumstances. So that's one of the biggest lessons I learned on that day. So, Caleb, when uh, when Jesus left the earth after his resurrection, after he appeared to uh, so many people— um, his disciples were, it, it must have been the same type of thing where they thought, wait, it was like he was just here. You know, I mean, he was yeah. just here and then he wasn't. And there are few moments like that in our lives that are so profound where we see very starkly the line between life and death. No, absolutely. And I knew that when Jeff died, he was with the Lord. I had, unfortunately, a, a couple years later, a, a worst-case scenario. Um, in my book, Messy Grace, I read about my story about being raised by three gay parents. And my mom and her partner were activists and raised me in the gay and lesbian community, and they were on the Kansas City Board of Directors for um, GLAAD. Uh, I became a Christian when I was in high school after being raised by activists. And when I came out to my parents as a Christian, they kicked me out of the house. Um, later on, my mom and dad submitted their life to Christ, their lives to Christ. But my mom's partner back in February 2005 got cancer, and she decided not to get treatment. And so I flew back to Kansas City, and I wanted to share the gospel with her one last time to try to get her to accept Christ before she went to eternity. And I made a deal with God. I said, God, I'm not going to force this, but you got to open up the door for me. And so on the very last night, I was sitting with Vera in the kitchen uh, kind of dining room type area. My mom had turned that into a hospice room. And I'm just kind of frustrated with God because I'm like, you haven't given me, you know, an open door yet. I've been waiting. And then Vera opened up her eyes and looked at me, and she said, what do you think is on the other side? Mm-hmm. And I said, Vera, Jesus is on the other side. And... If you submit your life to him today, that same grace that saves you will carry you into the next life. And she looked at me and she said, I want no part of it. She said, I think that Christians like you are weak, and I think you use Jesus as a crutch. And I said, well, you're right, I am weak. And Jesus isn't my crutch, he's my wheelbarrow. And he's he's driving my car, I'm not even in the backseat, I'm bound and gagged with duct tape in the trunk. Um because I can't live my life on my own. I am not strong enough to. I need Jesus. And she said, I want no part of it. Unless something changed, she went to and faced God without Jesus by her side. And I look at both of these instances, and Jeff was a godly man who worked to make this world a better place and really enriched other people's lives. 
Alec Avera's life, and she was uh, a woman who was very hurt by life, but she was also very hurt by the way that Christians treated her um, and treated people in her community, and that really left a huge impression on her about what God thought about her. And so as much as I tried to convince her that God loves her, that God wants a relationship with her, she would never have that. And so death is one of those circumstances where I think even in the face of death, hope is available, mm-hmm. and we've got to work really hard to give people hope before they get to that point. That's good. Well, Jeff, it's a great story. Uh, we thank you for your your storytelling ability, your transparency, and uh, you spreading the Word of yeah. Christ, even for people who just will not accept them. Absolutely. That's Caleb Kaltenbach, pastor, author, the book Messy Grace, How a Pastor with Gay Parents Learned to Love Others Without Sacrificing Conviction. When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soak Zone, because you love to see them smile. Save up to $18 on select days when you buy online at Idlewild.com. The Landing is one of the newest and hottest places for families. Owned and operated by Impact Christian Church, the Landing Community Center in Moon Township is absolutely free. No membership needed. With an indoor turf field, gymnasium, kids' play area, meeting rooms, and great food at our cafe, we have something for everyone. Give your kids a play day without hurting your wallet. This is our gift to you. And we have great rates for your private rental needs. Check us out online at impactthelanding.com. I'm a North Hills girl, and I'm proud to serve that community that I've grown up with. Stock Family Dentistry's Dr. Megan Stock. Nobody in my family was a dentist. It was kind of this innate thing planted in my heart since about first grade. And so God leading me down this path, it's been incredible to not only see my passion come to life, but to be able to do it at home is incredible. Come say hi to Dr. Stock at Cranberry Community Days, July 13th and 14th. Visit StockFamilyDentistry.com. Hi, this is Clint Hurdle, manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I want to invite you to the ballpark on Friday, July 27th for our annual Faith Night at PNC Park. After we host the Mets, some of our players and I will be discussing what an important role that faith has played in our lives, both on and off the field. Join us and visit Pirates.com slash Faith Night to reserve your seats. We're looking forward to seeing you at the ballpark. More details at wordfm.com slash pirates. We're talking about uh, during the break here, the, the death of retail, which is shocking. I, I mean, if you go to your favorite shopping areas, whether you know it's Waterfront or Ross Park, where well, Ross Park's doing pretty good, I guess. Probably one Monroeville Mall. Monroeville Mall. I mean, all these Pittsburgh places. Mills, not Century Three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I saw an article today uh, in USA Today: uh, the eleven retailers who may not survive twenty eighteen. Oh, really? Okay. The retail apocalypse is not over yet. So you know, with the addition of uh, with the with the pumping up of uh, Amazon and Walmart, of course, and online. Uh, this has been going on. This first one has been going on for a long time. Sears. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean. <laughs> 
I'm surprised that Sears is even around. I mean, they, they just, it's a slow, slow, slow death. So You probably don't want to get me talking about that. Oh, you do not. No, I, I actually, we were talking about you last night about Where that. Are you? Yeah. Who's about, we? Me and my wife. Okay. <laughs> about the, the phone call. The day Kathy Evans lost her mind at yeah, work. Yeah, it's kind of, which is really uncharacteristic of you. I lost my mind. Yeah. yeah. I lost my mind. We were at a graduation party with a guest who was in studio with us that day. And <laughs> I didn't say that in front of that guest, though, did I? Well, he heard it. Oh, dear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very sorry. So, so Sears. Sears and the uh, Sears hometown and outlet stores. Clearly, I'm not the only person they've driven to the they end have of their not. rope. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, JCPenney? See, I like JCPenney. I do, too. I, I, I think JCPenney has great sales. Yeah. I really like their sales, and I like the fact that if you use your pennies charge, you get even more... Uh, discounts on your merchandise. I like it a lot, and I always try do my best to shop there if I can. Yeah, well, remember uh, the uh, CEO, the guy named Ron Johnson, who used to work for Apple. Yeah. And he came in in 2011 and just blew the right. place up. And it's, for me, and I like we grew up with J.C. Penney, of course. It's never been the same since. But so they're saying, perhaps this is the. Uh, oh, the that's end too of, bad. Yeah, I, I don't want that to happen. Barnes and Noble. Oh no! Uh-huh. Don't say no. Uh-huh. No, no. This is the Barnes and Noble has outlasted the death of every bookstore chain you can find. Yeah, they're still around. They cannot die now. Yeah. Well, in early July, uh, the company announced that it fired its CEO for violations of the company's policies without disclosing any additional details. Their stock price is down twenty two percent, and they're saying that Amazon, of course, is eating it for lunch. Oh. Well, Office- I'll tell you one thing. Hmm. Barnes & Noble, they have wonderful stores. I love them. Oh, I love I their store in Settlers Ridge. I love their store in Cranberry. Yeah. I really, really appreciate Barnes & Noble stores. Me too. Their website? Bad? Terrible. Is it? They have a terrible website. It is hard for me to believe that a company that big that knows it's going up against Amazon cannot do something better for their website. No kidding. Yeah. No, it's I, just it's – a, it's a terrible website. Really? I mean, when our kids were young – a big Friday night for us was oh, to go to Barnes and Noble for like hours. For sure. Find a chair, right. sit down, read, have a little something to mm-hmm. drink, hang out. Yep. It was a great night. I agree. Office Depot. When's the last time you were in Office Depot? Well, the only Office Depot that was close to where I lived on McKnight Road in the North Hills left about four mm-hmm. years ago. Office so. Depot stock has lost 70% of its value over the last three years. So I spent a lot of time. I always got my office supplies there at Office previous Depot. Previous mm-hmm. to that, but you know. Uh, this is this is close to home. GNC. Uh, decades, people bought vitamins, nutritional ju- supplements at uh, GNC. GNC stock has lost ninety percent of its value over the last three years. Why is that? Well, uh, it seems like the health food craze and big supplement has is every bit as big as it was before. Yeah. Well, Costco and there are too many Amazon. other places where you can buy the same things. Yeah. yeah. Got it. The vitamin shop. Which always surprised me. The vitamin shoppy. Shoppy. The vitamin shoppy. Vitamin shoppy is sort of in the same category of Yankee Candles for me. I can't. I just can't imagine the two of them surviving. Well, Yankee Candles doing a lot better than the vitamin shop. I guess though. Yeah. Vitamin World. Well, there's a lot of vitamin problems. Mm-hmm. Yep. Foot Locker. Huh. Yeah. I can't imagine they're going out of business. You go in there to get a pair of shoes, and like the minimum price you're spending is one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah. yeah, well, their their stock has also declined, and they're in trouble as well. Okay. Pay less. Terrible store. <laughs> Sorry, I can. I, I'm here to be honest. Right? Pay less. No, I do not know. Everything this store. you could buy all your all your shoes there, yeah. but then you'd hate yourself because your feet are so miserable. Yeah. When I got married, I was 
absolutely bound and determined that my wedding would not be costly for all my bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I went to great lengths to do this because I, that's, I think that's a horrible thing. Sure. Right? Break the and bank. And so we, I had the dresses made by somebody and I bought their shoes for them at Payless okay. because I thought I was doing them a favor. And did they suffer a lot? They despised yeah. me so deeply uh-huh. halfway through the wedding. It wasn't even reception yet. Yeah, I used to work Very with Very bad choice on my part. I, I worked with a guy who uh, bought a pair of shoes of Payless. He was a smoker. One day I was standing outside while he smoked a cigarette. He threw the cigarette on the floor, but instead it bounced on top of the uh, pair of shoes and, and, and melted the top of the shoe and stuck to the shoe. That was his Payless brand. That's why you don't buy. He's going out of business. There. Sharing the word that changes the world. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. Thailand's Navy SEALs say all 12 boys and their coach have been rescued from a cave, ending an ordeal that lasted more than two weeks. Correspondent Grand Peck reports the families will be reunited with their loved ones after hospital tests are concluded. The families will be seeing their kids face-to-face soon. At first, they were able to view them only from a distance through glass, but under controlled conditions, doctors will allow them to have a hug and that sort of thing. One Thai Navy SEAL died trying to rescue the soccer team. One official says all of the team and their coach are in strong condition. On Wall Street today, the Dow Jones Industrial Average up by 143 points to close at 24,920. The Nasdaq rose by 3, the S&P advanced 10, crude oil up 26 cents to $74.11 a barrel. This is SRN News. We all scream for ice cream. That's exactly what's happening every day at the Springhouse in 84. We're literally up to our elbows in ice cream. But who could resist a cotton candy ice cream cone? Or how about cookie dough? Or Heath Crunch? Or even raspberry chocolate yogurt? You've just got to try them all. If not a cone, then how about a toasted almond fudge ball? Creamy vanilla ice cream rolled in toasted chopped almonds and topped with gooey hot fudge and real whipped cream. Or better yet, a strawberry ice cream shortcake made with real old-fashioned shortcakes smothered with sliced strawberries and again, real whipped cream. Jump in the car now, head to 84 in the Springhouse, where we want you to scream for ice cream. This is a special notice to all U.S. taxpayers. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's good news. Due to the financial hardship many are facing in today's economy, the IRS has made it easier to settle delinquent tax problems through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative. Qualifying for this program will resolve your tax problem, end all collections, and possibly reduce your back taxes by up to 90%. If you are facing wage garnishments, liens, bank levies, audits, or payroll taxes, it's not too late. Your circumstances may qualify you for this special program, protecting your savings and your assets. If you owe the IRS or state back taxes and cannot afford to pay them back, there's no need to worry anymore. Call the hotline at Victory Tax Solutions to see if you qualify and potentially save thousands. For this free information, call 800-813-1105. 800-813-1105. That's 800-813-1105. 
Celebrating life's closest relationships is what drives every Trinity Jewelers employee. It's people, not profits, that make life worth celebrating. After 20 years, Trinity Jewelers is still growing, and they have a place for an experienced diamond sales expert to manage their sales team. If working in a caring, friendly environment with a flexible five-day work week sounds better than the pressures of a corporate jewelry sales job, email your resume to trinityjewelers at verizon.net and help them make the next 20 years something to celebrate. Life doesn't stop on the weekends and neither do you. So we understand that it can be hard to find the time to shop for a mattress. This is Robin Trzynski of the Original Mattress Factory, and we have a completely new website designed to help you simplify the mattress shopping experience. Check out our products, view our prices, and even place an order for pickup, local delivery, or to have it shipped outside of our delivery area. Just visit OriginalMattress.com and find a thoughtfully made, honestly priced mattress of your own. The Original Mattress Factory. Great beds, no bull. A spotty shower or a thunderstorm into early this evening. We'll be turning out clear later tonight and more comfortable, low 60 degrees. Tomorrow, sunny skies, a pleasant afternoon, high 82. Mostly clear tomorrow night, low 58, and another nice day for Thursday with sunshine, high again, 82 degrees. I'm Mackie Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home on 101.5 Word FM. And now here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Last night, uh, if you did not uh, see it, with great theatrical fanfare, President Trump introduced Brett Kavanaugh as his second pick for the uh, Supreme Court. And uh, it, it was really an amazing moment, really. A little slice of history unfolding. Tonight... It is my honor and privilege to announce that I will nominate Judge Brett Kavanaugh to the United States Supreme Court. My mom was a trailblazer. When I was 10, she went to law school and became a prosecutor. My introduction to law came at our dinner table when she practiced her closing arguments. Her trademark line was, use your common sense. What rings true? What rings false? That's good advice for a juror and for a son. My judicial philosophy is straightforward. A judge must be independent and must interpret the law, not make the law. A judge must interpret statutes as written. And a judge must interpret the Constitution as written, informed by history and tradition and precedent. From all intents and purposes, he seems like a fine, outstanding man, but he's got a fight on his hands, does he not? Things have gotten ugly. Sure they have. I mean, good grief. I mean, our guest from the Family Research Council in the conversation, you have seen how the votes have narrowed over the last 20 years, so much so now that it's purely just partisan politics. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's always been partisan politics, but it just seems as if... um, it's more so. It's like the exaggerated version of it, mm-hmm. right? So I, I went back and looked at all of the um, the votes for confirmation for the last – what did I do? One, two, three, four, five, six – the last seven uh, nominees for the Supreme Court. And um, 
other than Clarence Thomas, which was an outlier in 1991 because Anita Hill um, had testified. And, of course, that whole situation blew up. Um, ever since then, it has been a – Winnowing down. Right, a winnowing down. Yeah. So, like, uh, if we look at uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg in 1999, she was approved 96 to 3. What? I mean, that's incredible. 96 to 3. Wowee. I mean, good grief. 96. That was in 1999. Okay. Yeah. 96 to 3. And then ever since then, it has declined. So um, in the affirmative, the affirmative votes, um, and of course, there are still the same number of senators. Sure. um, But the affirmative number of votes from Ginsburg, 96. Roberts got 78. Sotomayor got 68. Mm. Kagan got 63. And Gorsuch got 54. Mm Mm-hmm. So what does he need? Fifty-two, right? Yeah, and here's the thing. We, you know, we one thing we haven't talked about is uh, John McCain. You know, we don't know if he's going to be able to make it oh, right. to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know that could change things. Um, also, we've you know there's a weird situation for about eight. I don't know how weird it is, but it is what it is. About eight of the senators who are Democrats uh, come from states that voted for Trump. Yeah, and so if they vote against the nominee. You know, so what are they thinking? Well, you know, maybe a lot of the people who lived in their state voted for Trump because of what he was going to do with the Supreme Court. So if they vote against it, then their political future could be on the line. Exactly. So, of course, uh, you know, because the Democrats are in uh, wild hysteria over this, uh, uh, what broke my heart was looking at uh, reports last night in front of the Supreme Court where there were demonstrations, which in many ways were near riots, people with megaphones and uh, fires right, started. and they were all set up before they even knew who, who it was that they were protesting. Yeah. It's just, all it is, is it's just emotion. It's not based on fact. It's not based on anything that is soberly decided. It's just emotion. I feel like that's where we are right now. It is. That's true. It's a real shame. I mean, it doesn't take a whole lot of effort to just go online and look up a couple things and figure out what you're doing. Well, you know, if you're entrenched in your liberal politics or if you're entrenched in your conservative politics. It's just easier to listen to your guy. Exactly. So right. the, the tribalism continues uh, all the way to the Supreme Court. Okay. Now, because I don't follow the minutia of um, the legal world in America, this is something I learned today that I did not know before. Uh, Democrats were worried about the danger of having Judge Brett Kavanaugh on a track to the Supreme Court back in 2003. Okay, that's huh. 14 years ago. Wow. Okay, when he was appointed by George W. Bush to the D.C. Federal Circuit Court. So this is what they did. They blocked a vote on his confirmation for three years. Three years? Not three months. For three years. No, that's just politics. And ultimately, only four Democrats voted for him. Wow. So that's not a promising uh, predecessory... <laughs> Event. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay, so everyone's protesting. Now, last night as President Trump was um, exercising his rights to nominate a new uh, Supreme Court nominee, Stormy Daniels stripped down oh, bare naked. crying out loud. Can you believe that? What? Yeah. She stripped down bare naked. She was wearing nothing but high heels. What? Mm-hmm. Why, do I, why is that a news story? Uh, because it's you, Stormy man. Daniels. Yeah. That is... She also has a new perfume out called Truth. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, These are the times God. we live in. Yeah. All right. So when you were looking at that family last night, oh. the uh, Kavanaugh family, were you thinking, these poor people? No, no. I, I These said, poor people, what have they signed up for? I said to my friends, or my friends, my, 
Your friends. My sons. Well, said, you had a big party. <laughs> John, John had a Supreme Court party, Mike, no. and you and I, again, I, not invited. I said to my sons, <laughs> who are also my friends, I said to my sons, I said, can you imagine, this is the moment they'll, they'll look back on for the rest of their life when they stood before the nation and their father ascended to the Supreme Court. I mean, what a thrill for that family. And what a good job. Oh, They're amazing. doing this. You know, what I love the story of Brett Kavanaugh saying that our first date was September the 10th, 2001. And then on the morning of September 11th, 2001, I was a few steps behind my wife as we were ordered out of the White House because a plane was incoming to crash into the White House. I mean, that, what a way to start a romance. And I love that he said, during those days after 9-11, my wife was a calm, reassuring presence for hundreds of people in the mm-hmm. White House. Fabulous. Yeah. That's a good family. It's so. a good – I just – I I want him to be judged well um, and accurately based on his record. And so I know that that can get – people are going to be delving deep and people are going to be asking a lot of hard questions. But I just hate the thought that it's going to be awful. Yes, it that is. That it's going to be dirty, that it's going to be personal. And gonna, I just hate that. They're going to make him out to be some crazy madman. You know that's true, good right? Golly. When I believe it's the complete and total opposite. This is a good man. Okay, so just remember, going back to 1999, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the uh, number of senators that voted in the affirmative, 96 for Ginsburg, 78 for Roberts, 68 for Sotomayor, 63 for Kagan, 54 for Gorsuch. (sighs) Tighter and tighter. It's getting worse and not better. Hey, but listen, we were running a... uh, we're running a great contest. What, what are you doing? We're talking about the contest for I'm crying so out sorry. loud. Can we stop that, Mike? No. Can we stop it? Is it like a runaway train? There we go. Because oh, <laughs> Mike can do it all. My apologies. I love that. We, Holy smokes. We had a big thing going called Choose Your Supreme Court oh, Justice. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did. Okay, so how does that work? Well, we had a little contest yesterday, John. Yeah. We ran it on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, and so we we had the four what we considered the front runners from yesterday. Mm-hmm. And then we also had a series of dark horses. We did. Simon Cowell. Right. Uh, Simon Cowell did not get one vote. He did not. No, not, not one person thought that the president would pick mm-hmm. him. That was sad. Samson got a vote. Samson did get a vote mm-hmm. um, in spite of him being dead for mm-hmm. centuries. Yeah. Who else? Uh, we had um, Adam Levine and oh, Blake Shelton. That's right. I was going to say Blake Edwards. No, not Blake Edwards. He wasn't available. <laughs> Blake Shelton, because I thought that you get a two-for-one deal, because yeah. they're always together, mm-hmm. and then one could vote with the Democrats, one could vote with the Republicans, sure. so we could we could be every bit as screwed up as we are now. Right, and the Supreme Court would have leather jackets and tattoos. Judge Judy. Oh, Judge Judy. Nobody, get... nobody voted nobody. for Judge Judy. I was sad. Someone voted for Barack Obama, mm-hmm. yeah, but nobody good. voted for Judge Judy. Okay. Also, Elihu Smales didn't get a vote. Not a single vote. Mm-hmm. And uh, who else? There was a, uh, Kenny Woods uh, said... Uh, is it J- oh, Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold. Yeah. Right, yeah. He wasn't on the list, but no. maybe he should have been. He, he was angry been. that he wasn't. So anyway, so if you voted yesterday and correct, cor- picked the correct Supreme Court justice, then we put the, all those correct entries into a gigantic bin, spun it around, and chose two winners who will receive... A gigantic bin. All of a sudden, we're like Nick Perry yeah. at the, uh, the lotto. <laughs> It's like right before Bowling for Dollars. Be careful. Don't weigh down those no, little like ping pong it. balls. We have two winners. The first winner of the family four-pack for Idlewild Park, Deb Duncan. Yeah. Hey, Deb. And the second winner of the family four-pack, mm-hmm. tickets to Idlewild Park, Valerie Ainsworth. Very nice, Valerie. Congratulations, ladies. I think it's safe to say that we were the only radio station show in the country that connected Supreme Court justices with amusement park tickets. 
I feel good about it. I feel good as well. Okay, okay. now you can hit your music, John. Okay, can that? I do that again? Okay, so much for that. So much for Herb Alfred. We're going to take a break right now. Come back. We're going to talk about something that's non-controversial at all, which is immigration from a Muslim perspective. Stay with us. WORD. Your station for leading the way with Dr. Michael Youssef. I am absolutely convinced in my mind that when each member of the body of Christ unwraps a spiritual gift and uses a spiritual gift and develops that spiritual gift, the body of Christ and the kingdom of Jesus is blessed and great things begin to happen. Make sure to tune in this week to Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef. Tomorrow morning at 6.30 on 101.5 WORD. Obamacare, Trump Care, the Affordable Care Act, COBRA, so many choices, but all seem to bring one word to mind, expensive. There are lots of changes happening in healthcare today, but fortunately, I know someone who's been on the forefront of health insurance for years, and it's Todd Marley at Marley Financial. Now, Todd and his team of professionals are licensed with virtually every healthcare provider in the country. They can help determine which plan is the right plan for you, and then expertly help you to choose the best plan for your needs and to do it prudently. I mean, if you don't need maternity coverage, then you shouldn't buy maternity coverage. If you have pre-existing conditions and you're concerned about it, then... Call Marley Financial. If you want just catastrophic or just accident, well, call Marley Financial. Are you worried about the penalty? Well, listen, all of Marley's financial plans are penalty exempt because they know how to design the plans. Most of their clients save 30 to 60%, which can add up to several thousands of dollars a year. So call Todd at Marley Financial, 724-884-1496 or find him online, marleyfg.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. Hi, this is Clint Hurdle, manager of the Pittsburgh Pirates. I want to invite you to the ballpark on Friday, July 27th for our annual Faith Night at PNC Park. After we host the Mets, some of our players and I will be discussing what an important role that faith has played in our lives, both on and off the field. Join us and visit Pirates.com slash Faith Night to reserve your seats. We're looking forward to seeing you at the ballpark. More details at wordfm.com slash pirates. The Express Employment Professionals Team sends a big congratulations to all parents of 2018 graduates. Whether your graduate has a clear vision for the future or is feeling a little uncertain about what's next, the Express Pros are here to help. 
Their Express Jobs app helps to make applying for jobs easier for those who want to get right to work. And for those who want to continue learning and building skills, their Express Learn program offers 18 CTC courses at no charge. Learn more at ExpressPros.com or call 412-494-2000. Normal people need an estate plan just as much, if not more, than the wealthy. Attorney Michelle Conti. Why would you want the state of Pennsylvania to tell your loved ones who get your stuff? The basic documents, your will, financial power of attorney, and your health care power of attorney and living will can be done very quickly. It's much less costly and time-consuming just to have the basic documents drafted up to say, God forbid, should something happen to me, this is who I appoint. Are your documents in order? Find out at ContiLawPGH.com. I think for a lot of people, two words that strike fear or anger or resentment is Muslim immigration. And it's just this weird thing that we're embroiled in right now. Here to talk to us about that is Dr. Matthew Kamick. Matthew Kamick is Assistant Professor of Christian Ethics at Fuller Theological Seminary, the Associate Dean of Fuller, Texas, in Houston. Matthew also serves as a fellow at the Center for Public Justice and a scholar in residence at the Dupree Center for Christian Leadership. Matthew, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks a lot for having me. Thank you. Matthew, you could have studied anything. You could have written a book on anything. You could have picked probably an issue that was a lot easier. Why this one? Uh, well, I was um, interested in writing about the issue of religious freedom, and uh, as a Christian theologian, I was very interested in Christian arguments for religious freedom, and um, when I started doing my research, I found that Christians are actually quite good at defending their own religious freedom, um, and so there are already quite a lot of books defending Christian religious freedom. But what I was interested in was, um, can Christians defend a religion that is not their own? And particularly, can they defend a religion that they might even be uh, afraid of? Mm-hmm. And Opposed so that's what really intrigued me about the, the research. Yes. So as you dug down deep, what do you think? Uh, can we? Do we? Well, I think that on, on our own, uh, we can't. Uh, but with the, the help of Jesus Christ, I believe that we can. Um, and I think that's important to recognize that uh, religious dif- differences are difficult, and Muslim immigration presents a lot of challenges to the United States of America, and uh, those challenges are real. Yeah. Um, however, I, I think, and what I've argued in this book, is um, that not only can we uh, defend the rights and dignity of our Muslim neighbors. But um, as followers of Jesus, we have to. We're, we're called to love um, people who are different from us. Uh, so and that, those are the arguments that I have yeah. in the book. I mean, early on in your book, you, you say this, that naming Christ as sovereign is something altogether different from naming Christians as sovereign. And I, that's it in mm-hmm. a nutshell, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It, it, it really is. And so... Um, you know, I think we do live in a time of of great fear and anxiety when it comes to politics and religion and um, diversity and all of those things. Um, and I think, and what I try to argue is that there is a real difference between the politics of fear and the politics of the cross. And um, if we are people who believe in Easter, you know, in in the in the resurrection, then um, we. 
we can no longer be driven by the politics of fear. Mm-hmm. The thing that John and I have struggled with so mightily when it comes to immigration is the fact that it's been made into this binary option. So you've on, on one side got um, we need a wall, we need to keep people out, we need to concentrate on the, only on the people we have here, um, and that that's it. And, and that can also, not always, but that can also bleed into people who don't like foreigners, who are either afraid or dislike those who are of a different religious persuasion or a different ethnic group. And then on the other side, we've got people who seem to think that Every that every country in the world has open borders, and America is the only outlier. And the only way to be truly a kind and gentle nation and a really good nation is just op- have open borders and let everybody come in. And it seems like there has got to be something that is sensible and worth talking about that edifies both the mind and the heart in the middle of both of those. Yes, absolutely. And that's that's really my argument. And the tricky thing is that both the political right and the political left uh, are very right uh, about, they're very correct about some things. So the, the right is very correct that we do need borders, we do need boundaries, we do need a system of immigration, and that there are finite numbers that we, we as the United States can take in every year. So they're absolutely correct about the need for borders and limits. And the left is absolutely correct that refugees and immigrants are human beings mm-hmm. with rights and dignity, and we have an obligation to treat them justly. Uh, and as a Christian, I would say they are made in the image of God, and they are sacred, and we will be uh, judged for how, they tr- how we treat them. So the right and the left is correct that we do need, uh, in a sense, um, doors that open, and walls that close. Um, But But that's the problem, Matthew, isn't it? Is that we don't seem to be, as a people, mature enough anymore to recognize that you started talking about religious freedom, is that the first step in... I had a friend who who told John and I this years ago. He said, the first step to knowing that you're ready for a democracy is to fight for the right of the person you disagree with most. That's when you know you're mature enough for democracy, because you have to recognize that if you want your right to speak, you need to fight for his right to speak, even if you don't like what he's saying. And that's what we've lost, right, in America is we don't seem to be able to say, well, exactly what you said, which is, well, the, the, the Democrats are, are right about this, and the Republicans are also right about this, and have those two truths coexist. Exactly. And I think Beyond that, I think what you're getting at there is that democracy requires people to risk, um, to risk losing an election or even losing a culture. Um, the, the feeling I think that many Christians have is that they are losing their culture or they are losing a cultural battle and reaching for politics, uh, reaching for law or power as a way to get it back. Um, and that takes, you know, that takes shape in the Muslim immigration debate, but in many other debates as well. Um, and so, yeah, so the politics of the right and the left can't really help us ultimately respond to Muslim immigration. We do need a third way. And that's really what I try to argue. And and I think probably our fear as Christians in, in the United States, or just even as citizens, when you look at what's happened in Europe, that when you see, 
you know, open borders and you see, you know, Muslims coming in and sort of, you know, taking control of, 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 of towns and cities and refusing to sort of integrate into society, you know, that's the last thing you want, of course. And so there's a big fear there and a lot of pushback because of that. Yes. And, and I, think, I think that noticing those challenges is really important, but recognizing that, um, that throughout Europe, hard right-wing reactions against Muslim immigration have not been successful. No. Um, that it actually hasn't worked. Yeah. So you, you're very right that there's been these challenges in Europe, and, and that's why I explore right. those. Right. But, but that's interesting, um, Matthew, because it's like what you said before. Also, a far-left response to immigration in Europe hasn't worked either. Look what's happening in Germany. It has. No, it's actually it's actually made it worse. Right. So, Matthew, so you talk about uh, the Netherlands. Open that up for us, please. Well, so the Netherlands, as most people know, over the last 50 years has been a very sort of liberal, progressive, open place. And um, they had that posture towards Muslim immigrants, sort of uh, let them let them be on their own and let them do their own thing uh, and provide them with lots of government aid and um, and over time, what happened was um, the Muslim immigrants did not um, integrate, did not assimilate to Dutch culture the way they assumed. And so the Dutch became more and more aggressive towards them, uh, trying to force them to uh, integrate. And uh, tensions have been rising. And um, so the quality of democracy in the Netherlands has really um, taken a step back. Yeah. And uh, there is uh, less and less tolerance for uh, deep, deep difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there's a, there's a number of, you know, sort of practical examples that I could talk about there. But it's it really is a case study in why the politics of the right and the left uh, will not work. First of all, we're talking to Matt. I was going to ask you another question because uh, it's such a fascinating subject to me. Matthew Kamink is the author that we're speaking to the book, Christian Hospitality and Muslim Immigration in an Age of Fear. Uh, so, Matthew, if, if you, your, if your research has pointed you to the fact that the conservative response will not fully work, the, uh, progressive response will not fully work, but both sides have something to add to the conversation, then how do we as Christians step into that in a way that is thoughtful and in a way that um, that recognizes the, the policy implications of what we're speaking of while not losing our soul at the same time? Yeah. Well, both the, the one of the central problems for both the right and the left is that they see Muslims as a problem that they need to solve. So um, the right sees Muslims as a problem that they need to keep out of their country, and the left sees Muslims as um, sort of a a poor population that is ignorant that they need to educate and enlighten and care for. Mm -hmm. Um, So the problem there is a real blindness, uh, an inability to see that uh, we might also be the people who need to change. Um, the politics of the right and the left can't help us look at ourselves and understand that Muslim immigration in the West is not simply a problem out there that we need to solve, but it's an internal question of who are we in the West and how do we live with deep, deep difference? So it's really an internal question of are Christians going to think of Islam 
as a problem to be overcome or as an opportunity to be the church, an opportunity to follow Christ, to be Christ, um, and demonstrating hospitality in a difficult situation. Yes. Um, and reflect on their own blind spots, too. Well, Matthew, it's a fascinating work. We've barely scratched the surface here, but truly it's a job well mm-hmm. done. I imagine that many Christians and people who are secularists will go to this work and you'll open your eyes with the quality, the excellence of your work. So thanks so much for being with us. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm such a fan of your show and really love the conversations that you all are cultivating there. Very nice. Thank, Thank you, Matthew. Matthew. Matthew Kamick, his brand new work, Christian Hospitality and Muslim Immigration in an Age of Fear. Matthew Kamick. This is Mike Howard for Word FM, here to tell you about an awesome opportunity to attend Teal College in nearby Greenville, Pennsylvania, for an extremely discounted investment without discounting the educational experience. More on that in a moment. Teal College was founded in 1866 as a co-educational institution in western Pennsylvania. Teal is an independent liberal arts college rooted in the Lutheran tradition, offering distinctive programs in the arts and humanities, social and natural sciences, and professional studies, together with engaging co-curricular and athletic opportunities. Teal College provides an accessible and inclusive learning environment that emphasizes service to society. Teal's residential campus offers a safe and supportive setting in which to grow and learn. Word FM is pleased to offer a tuition voucher to a brand new student at Teal College at half price. Yes, half price. That is almost $15,000 in savings. Call me today, Mike Howard, to find out more. 412-937-1500. That's 412-937-1500. Remember what life was like before Central Air? Avoid an untimely reminder of those uncomfortable days of yore with a timely AC system check from Pellis Heating and Cooling. Pellis will service your system to keep your unit running strong all summer long. And if you have an emergency, a Pellis tech is available 24 hours a day with after-hour calls returned within 15 minutes. Keep your family comfortable with a comfortable family company. Pellis, P-E-L-L-E-S, at PellisHVAC.com. When you come to Kennywood, you're part of the family. So make yourself at home. Help yourself to some tasty treats. Then climb aboard with the number one blue engine and steam into our newest attraction, Thomastown. Visit Thomas and friends at their new Kennywood home, coming soon. Kennywood, a Pittsburgh tradition for 120 years. Welcome to the family. Now save up to $20 on select days at Kennywood.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at trinityjewelers.com. You know, they say the best is yet to come. But to make that true for your retirement, you need a plan. We'll start by tuning in for Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane with Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10. Kurt and Ethan can help simplify the retirement planning process. No technical terms or calculations, no product pushing, just the information you need for retirement. Don't miss Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group every Saturday morning at 10 right here on 101.5 Word FM. A spotty shower, a thunderstorm into early this evening. 
will be turning out clear later tonight and more comfortable low 60 degrees tomorrow. Sunny skies, a pleasant afternoon, high 82. Mostly clear tomorrow night, low 58 and another nice day for Thursday with sunshine, high again 82 degrees. I'm Aki Weather Meteorologist Danielle Niddle on 101.5 Word FM. Throughout today's show, we've been talking about last night's Supreme Court pick, Brett Kavanaugh. And you've heard Kathy and I, our thoughts about this. So we're wondering about you, about your thoughts about this. Did this encourage you in any way? Did this engage you? Did it cause you to despair? What are your thoughts about President Trump and his second Supreme Court pick and what we think, of course, it's only conjecture, what we think may be the future of uh, legality at the highest courts here in the United States. Why don't you give us a call if you're so inclined at 800-320-8255, 800-320-8255. Are you thumbs up or are you thumbs down about uh, the Supreme Court nominee, Brett Kavanaugh? And are you thumbs up or thumbs down about how we as a country are going to talk about this? Yeah, that's a, no, I that's mean, a great I, question. I, I am thumbs up about Brett Kavanaugh. Me too. I was very impressed last night. And of course, you know, since I've been reading today about his background, I mean, how are you going to shoot holes in that? I mean, he's just, you might not agree with him, but here's the thing. We're, I hate the fact that, that I have to say this, but we're not looking for a person who agrees with us on everything. No. We're looking at a person who has a particular view of the Constitution. That's what we're looking for. And he's got that view. And I appreciate it. I appreciate his background. I appreciate his tremendous experience. Plus, he's a great writer. I read a bunch of his opinions today. He's a great writer. And so when you see him standing there with his wife and his kids and you read about his service, whether it's, uh, you know, as a basketball coach or how he works with the local church or all those things, you think this is a man of quality character. Right. This is a good and honorable man. And again, you might disagree with him on issues, but that should not disqualify him from a position in the Supreme Court. Yeah. I mean, I disagree with Elena Kagan on pretty much every issue, but I'm certainly not going to say she doesn't deserve to be on the Supreme Court. Well, that's where we've become so political here. That, and that's where we're wrong. Yeah. That's where we need to reevaluate. So what do you think? Uh, you want to come in and tell us what your thoughts are about uh, Brett Kavanaugh? 800-320-8255. We'll start taking calls as, uh, as soon as they start to ring. We are, we're live. Are we live right now? Because right now the phones are empty. So no maybe people come. are just shy about sharing their opinions. You know what? I'll tell you one thing I was shy about. Hmm. I was shy about finding any outlet where I could f- listen to this uh, break last night. I was in the car. On the radio. Yeah. And I was expecting that every single radio station would be calling quits. Mm-hmm. You know, regular programming and would just go to the feed from the White House Not so happening. I could hear what happened. Nobody did that. No one. Nobody did that. I was thinking of calling Mike. Mike, new Mike, and saying, what do you got? I was. I was thinking, well, I was thinking of, like, okay, Mike, get it on your TV, and I want you to, like, walk me through the whole thing verbally. Play yeah, by yeah, play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you have been willing to do that, Mike? Oh, for sure. Just set your phone down and, let, you know, let it fold forth. Did you watch it, Mike? Uh, unfortunately, I did not. Mm-hmm. I, I found out through a uh, CNN um, text message. Uh-huh. Right. The news alert that yeah. came across they, your screen. You were doing what in, in his play? What, what else were you doing last night? I was uh, I was changing a diaper when I found out. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel like we could pick on him for no, that. No, you really can't. That's kind of an airtight excuse. <laughs> right. No, I feel like. Now, I was not available to watch it either. I, I recorded it, but I was going to buy a bookcase on Craigslist. Oh, even better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so I was, I was going, going to the tops of McKee's Rocks. Oh, 
How'd the bookcase uh, turn out? The bookcase was great. Very nice. Carol was great. Carol's Excellent. grandson was great. Everybody was great. Is that a Craigslist buy? It said? was a Craigslist buy. A bookcase, uh, $24. Very nice mm-hmm. indeed. I feel very good about it. Is it fiberboard? It's actual wood. What? Yes. For $24? Yep. This might be the deal of the century. Kat. I feel like it was. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll take a break. The phones are starting to ring. Uh, join us at 800 320 What are your thoughts on Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh? Back in a minute. Scripture says that only God knows the date of Christ's return, but you can know where he will return and what will happen when he comes back. John MacArthur describes the return and reign of Jesus Christ in this unique series from the Old Testament book of Zechariah. Don't miss his study this week on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. Great experiences are meant to be shared. How about the experience of a great night's sleep? This is John Hall, and I've been sharing with you about my pillow for a long time. It's truly the most comfortable pillow I've ever owned. It's machine washable, dryable, never loses its shape, and it gives me the support I need no matter what position I'm in. And it comes with Mike Lindell's famous 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Once you experience my pillow, I'm sure that you'll love it too. And you're going to want to share that great experience with somebody else, which is great because right now you can get two my pillows for the price of one with Mike's buy one, get one free deal. Just call 1-800-961-9207. Mention the promo code word to start enjoying the best sleep of your life or type it in when you visit mypillow.com. This offer ends August 1st, so don't delay. That's 1-800-961-9207. Or visit MyPillow.com. Use the promo code WORD. For many folks, Obamacare isn't working. Carriers are dropping coverage, co-pays are skyrocketing, and penalties for not enrolling are growing. Add to that the hassle of dealing with claims issues and out-of-network roadblocks, and it's easy to see why so many Americans are turning to a different option called health sharing. Full health care plans that are saving families thousands a year and without the hassle. But with so many health sharing plans available, how do you find the right one? Easy at Health Markets. Their free service does all the work searching nationwide health share providers for the plan that's right for your needs and budget. With health sharing, there's no enrollment deadlines, high premiums, or soaring out-of-pocket costs. And they're exempt from the sky-high penalties of the Affordable Care Act. Want a plan with the doctors you love and get coverage for dental and vision? Health Markets can help. Health Markets has helped people enroll in over 3 million plans, and they can help you. Their service is free, so call to learn about all the benefits and savings of health sharing. Call 800 292 That's 800-292-7796. 800-292-7796. At Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville, find extreme accessories for all your dirty jobs, like hauling landscape supplies. Protect your vehicle with spray on bed liners, tonneau covers, weather tech floor liners, and more. Say goodbye to dirt and grime inside and out with extreme detailing. Plus, lift kits, electronics, and remote starters. Always a favorite. Extreme Car and Truck in Bridgeville for the extreme in all of us at ExtremeTruck.net. 
You don't know when your AC unit will call it quits, but you can rest assured it'll be at the most inconvenient time possible. And who has all day to wait around for a tech to arrive? With Ventec, there is no waiting around, including evenings and weekends. Ventec will repair and replace forced air, central AC, and even offers split mini-duct units to heat and cool individual rooms. With flat rate pricing instead of hourly fees, clean, courteous, convenient, and A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Ventec, 412-793-0661. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court pick, and your thoughts about uh, the good, the bad, what your expectations might be. Let's go to the phones at 800-320-8255 and uh, see what you think. Why don't you join us? Wendy's with us live on the air. Hey, Wendy, thanks for calling. How you doing? Hi, how are you? Real good, thanks. Good. Tell us what you think. Thanks for your radio show. I love I drive in my car all day and get to listen to you. Thank okay. you. Um, I'm I'm on the fence about uh, the whole thing. I think he's a fine, upstanding man, but I think uh, the state that this country's in, no choice will be tolerated. Um, I think it's just uh, this country needs to get back to its spiritual roots and come together, and I just don't think any candidate nominated is going to do that. Um, this country has really been in unrest for the last year, and it's sad. And we need to come together, but you have to lead by example. Yeah. Yeah, you sure do. Okay, I, I feel as though, you know, we want to come together, but no matter what choice was made, it would be unacceptable for half of the country. Yeah, and I that's think the problem. That's the problem. That's we are problem. so divisive here today. I think never in my lifetime uh, have you seen such divisiveness. So no one's right for the whole group. 800-320-8255. Hey, Brian, uh, you're with us today. What are your thoughts on uh, Brett Kavanaugh? Hey, Brian, you there? Uh, good afternoon. Yes, sir. Is this, is this, okay, yeah. I I support uh, um, Brett Kavanaugh. I thought he was a great pick. I thought any of the four would have been great picks, mm-hmm. but also would have you know had a lot of resistance from uh, the Democrats. Uh, what what I knew about him was through interviews with uh, other people that were talking about him, mm-hmm. and I I thought he was uh, you know an upstanding person. As far as what the other caller said about uh, you know there being a lot of divisiveness. Um, I think that's just if you want a um, you know a uh, you know a good country, one that's returned to uh, you know what's right and what's wrong. Then there's going to be some resistance, and it and I guess that's what leadership's about. Yeah. Right. Uh, may I ask if you are a Republican or a Democrat? Uh, I'm Republican. Okay. So you are. I'm just asking because I wonder Want if to that see on party lines, right? If it's if it's coming down on party lines yeah. or not. And I, and I imagine it would be. Yeah. Hey, thanks for the phone call, Brian. So so what happens? So um, how soon will a nomination hearing start to take place? I don't think uh, it can be. I think it's estimated three months. Okay. So it should be a very quick summer recess if they have their act together, right? Right to get these wheels moving. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Brett Kavanaugh, of course, last night Supreme Court uh, nomination. What are your thoughts about this? Let's go back to the phones. Hey, George, uh, you're live on the air with Kath and myself. How are you doing today? Yeah, good evening, you guys. I just love your show. I just look forward to it every every afternoon. Yeah, I'm definitely you, for Brett Kavanaugh. Uh, I voted for our president for. Uh, issues like this, that he would bring us back to conservative values. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if you realize that prior to uh, Neil Gorsuch, all of our Supreme Court uh, people 
were either from the West Coast or the East Coast. Right, yes. And all of them were, were uh, Roman Catholic or Jewish. So I'm hoping this guy will be, it's disappointing that maybe he's from Washington, D.C., which is really the East Coast, but uh, I, maybe it doesn't matter, but is he Protestant? I'm hoping. He's Catholic. No, he's Catholic. He's Roman Catholic. <laughs> okay. Well, that's okay. I, uh, he's so normal looking and normal acting <laughs> that I think, I think in a lot of ways, our President Trump is like uh, Cyrus. In the days of the uh, uh, Jewish people, when he wasn't a believer, but he saved the Jewish people. And I don't know if uh, President Trump will save us, but whether he's a believer or not, he's good for us, just like Cyrus was good for the Jewish people. Very good. All right. Well, Thanks for your you thoughts know. on that. Okay, so let me bring up something that, that the caller raised, which is that I think it's an absolutely wonderful, wonderful development of America, that we have a Supreme Court that has Jews and Roman Catholics on it. Because if you, would have, if you would have mentioned that to someone who lived in America 150 years, years ago. ago, 150 years ago, they would have been like, that is crazy. Yeah, I mean, America is not all bad. It's not gone wrong completely. It's not beyond saving. There are many things that have developed in our country that are of great report. And Heck yeah. that's one of them. Yeah. But, you know, and also uh, what George said, too, you know, President Trump came in on the platform of uh, I will choose the correct Supreme Court justices. And that's exactly what he did. Mm -hmm. You know, so let's hope that uh, Brett Kennedy gets. uh, No, Brett Kavanaugh. You keep calling him Kennedy. Why is that? It makes me think of like a pro football player. I don't know why. Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Yeah. The Brett Kavanaugh is quickly uh, given the thumbs up and passed through. But I can't imagine what these hearings are going to be like. You know, the dirty pool that's going to go on. This poor man and his family. I mean, every. Every rock is going to be turned over and every uh, Okay, you detail. know, here's what's funny. When I was doing uh, some background research today, yeah. I realized that I had no memory of the Gorsuch hearings. Oh. Do you? Yeah, I, I believe I do. I don't really I don't really remember anything about them. Them taking place. No. I mean, I remember them, ta- I, but I don't remember watching them. I don't remember being cantankerous. I don't remember him being vilified. I believe I we sat in the studio and watched them. I mean, I so did. was it hard? Was it horrible? And no, it and wasn't. everybody was hateful. No. And so, okay, so why are we all assuming that it's going to be like that now? Well, because you know, it's it's President Trump. Well, it was on. Was that was President Trump too? Yeah, I guess so. I, I don't know. I mean, I just we assume. I mean, that, I seriously remember Elena Kagan's confirmation hearings more than I remember Neil Gorsuch's. <laughs> that doesn't speak well of me, people. Well, just chalk it up. To it age. doesn't. I don't know. What I mean, I'm is. calling him Brett Kennedy. So if you can't remember the the nomination hearings, the two of us together are in trouble. Good grief. Yeah. Do we take a break? 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Uh, stay with in just a few minutes. We'll go continue on the conversation. When you're a kid, Idlewild is a place full of adventures. There are rides that are just your size, treats to tickle your taste buds, and special friends like Daniel Tiger to touch your heart. When you're a grown-up, Idlewild is every bit as magical, every bit as memorable, every bit as fun. Idlewild and Soap Zone, because you love to see them smile. 
Save up to $18 on select days when you buy online at Idlewild.com. It's Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary. To celebrate, Trinity invites you to bring your better half July 19th through 21st and get half off half the store. We don't know which half yet, but 50% of all their jewelry will be going for 50% off. No, Trinity is not going out of business. They've just lost their minds, and the savings will be ridiculous. Trinity Jewelers' 20th anniversary half off half the store sale. 20 years of celebrating life's closest relationships. Trinity Jewelers, Mount Nebo Road at trinityjewelers.com. Isn't crushing candy just boring? Play the hit puzzle game Best Fiends. It's sweeping the nation. Tired of matching candies? Give Best Fiends a try. It's fun, fresh, and addictive whether you play alone or with friends and family. Download Best Fiends for free in the App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. I saw this today on The Wire that uh, longtime Pixar insider, uh, Peter Doctor is his name, has been named to the role of the chief creative officer after John Lasseter stepped down following allegations of sexual harassment, according that he had made missteps in the past. So this guy, Peter Doctor, in a statement, Peter Doctor said, I'm excited and humbled to be asked to take on this role. It's not something I take lightly. Making films at Pixar has been my chronic obsession since I started here 28 years ago. Hmm. Peter Doctor, who directed the Pixar classic Monsters, Inc., Up!, and Inside Out has been outspoken about all? his Christian faith in the past. What? Yeah. Uh, in a 2009 interview with Christianity Today, Peter Doctor said this. Uh, he thought that he uh, incorporates Christian values into his work. He says, I don't think people in any way, shape, or form like to be lectured to. When people go to a movie, they want to see some sort of experience of themselves on the screen. They don't come to be taught. So in that sense, and in terms of any sort of beliefs, I don't want to feel as though I'm ever lecturing or putting an agenda forth as I create films. I think that even sometimes people who are decidedly non-Christian have these very Christian things to say. I think that most people have that problem with Christianity actually have a problem with the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The church. The church I, is always the boogeyman. Yeah, yeah. But well, that's, I don't, I'm sorry. To, you don't want to beat up on the church. We need no. the church. Yeah. Jesus died for the church. Yes. Jesus will redeem the church, of course. But, you know, we don't act often the way we should. And I think when it comes to filmmaking or TV making or art in general, I think sometimes we don't take with both hands the uh, the gift we have. that We've got the greatest story there is yeah. to tell. Here's we should be the most imaginative people. You look at the Bible. It is every story you can imagine of sickness, of death, of depression, of uh, national overreach, of uh, marital infidelity, of marital joy, of infighting in families, of problems with parents and problems with kids and problems with neighbors and, and you know, the, the little guy winning and the big guy. I mean, you name the story. Sure. It's in there. It's all in there. Right? So Christians should never be accused of being unimaginative. We should be the most imaginative exactly so i think it's good news i mean I what's a guy like news. who's an outspoken christian at the head of pixar surviving in hollywood flourishing okay. Okay. in hollywood speaking of imagination yeah washington post <laughs> you subscribe it no oh. it happens fast you crack open a bottle of your favorite drink and put it to your lips mm-hmm. the delicious flavor of the vanilla coke i put that part in is nearly overwhelming but a minute later, you're barely noticing the taste as you drink it. Oh. Or you buy a new car and you think it'll make you smile every single time you drive it. Oh. But a month later, the sensation's gone. Now, it's just a car. Oh. This 
process that we go through is called hedonic adaptation. What? Hedonic adaptation. It occurs for nearly everything that makes us happy. Look around and think of how much you initially enjoyed the things that surround you and then think how much you enjoy them now. Oh. How much you enjoyed them at first versus how much you enjoy them now. Wouldn't it be great to get some of that initial enjoyment back? Yes. In a series of studies soon to be published in a personality and social psychology bulletin, these researchers found that consuming things, get ready for it, in unconventional ways enhances our enjoyment of them. Huh. Okay. They asked 68 participants to eat popcorn. (laughs) Which I love. While half were told to eat it the normal way, the rest had to use chopsticks (laughs) to eat the popcorn. (laughs) We found that those who ate with chopsticks enjoyed the popcorn a lot more than the others, even though both groups were told to eat at the same pace. What? So it did not have to do with speed. It had to do with how they were eating it. Back to the article. This is because of something well-known to psychologists. When something seems new, people pay more attention to it. Mm -hmm. And when people pay more attention to something enjoyable, they tend to enjoy it more. Really? Awareness creates joy. How about that? That's really cool. Okay, now we let's go back to the popcorn example. We both love popcorn. Oh, my goodness It's gracious. one of my favorite things. I could have it every almost every day. What? I think we should try the chopstick experiment. I would, I would be exasperated. What, because you don't use chopsticks very much? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I use, I mean, I, I'm a proficient enough to grab a piece of popcorn, I'm sure, but one kernel at a time, one pop. You can grab a couple. I don't think so. I think you could. Would that, though, make the popcorn taste better? They're saying, yes, it will. For these, for these participants in this study, it worked. See, I thought you were going to you know, draw the conclusion was because I was taking so little and it was so rare. Mm. It came to me like, like, you know, like how about like well, that could be, But that could be the same thing. Yeah. Just com- consuming it in a different way. So it could be slower. Well, like, like whenever so, a year or so ago, they came to our house and they said, we're working on the water lines. So you should, you know, save a little bit of water because the water will be off for a couple of hours. So when I drank a glass of water during those hours, I was like, I'll be very careful with this. This is very oh, precious. And I drank yeah, yeah, it. I was yeah. like, this tastes so good. And it's so rare. So I'll just be very, very, you know, spare mm-hmm. with my drinking of it. So it lifted my enjoyment of it because it became this precious thing. Right. I remember when I was in, I've told the story before on the air, when I was in Guatemala, we had a whole day where we were without water. Mm. There are people who live their whole lives. Yes. They go weeks, a week without water, not without drinking it, but they have to go get it from somewhere. It was a whole day. It seemed like forever. Mm -hmm. And not only was I thirsty, but I was just incredibly dirty. I just was dirty. That's all I can say. So it was maybe around seven o'clock. We ended up in this place and uh, one of the guys in the trip said, hey, I think that's a sink over there. Well, I remember, I remember clear as anything, walking up to that sink and thinking, I'm telling you, if I turn that knob and water comes out, I am never going to take water (laughs) for granted again. (laughs) And I walked up and water came out. And I said, thank you, God. Uh Was there soap? There was no soap. Okay. Who cares at that point? I just had water. I just had water. But okay. So I think we should tonight focus on eating something or watching something in a different way. All right. Like what if you sat in a different chair? 
when you were watching something? Not nice sound. Is that, what is that, Morse code? No, it's popcorn. Oh. And not, is that microwave popcorn? Oh, I don't want that. Microwave popcorn. No, there's no comparison. Anathema. No, please. Anathema. Okay. Give me regular popcorn. You taught me that, John. I want to say thank you. Pleasure. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so tonight I'll make popcorn and I'll use chopsticks. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm That's telling crazy. you, I want to know if if you're going to be in line with these people okay. in the post. It'll probably last about five minutes and I'll go, give me a handful of popcorn. I need but to in this. that amount of time, yeah. will you be appreciating the popcorn I'm more? Sh- yeah, I'm sure I will. Yeah, I'm sure I will. I mean, I haven't had dessert in, you know, because I, I gave up sugar, yeah. right, That on Easter. Uh, not sugar completely, but I didn't eat, only because I wanted to fit in my pants. Yeah. Anyway. If I had a brownie right now, oh, yeah, I bet I would love the heck out of, of that. Of course brownie. you would. Yeah, I bet I would love. Is that it. what you? Is that like sort of your go-to? You bring up a brownie and go. I wish I more than anything I want a brownie. No, no. chocolate chip cookies. Oh, my wife made a cherry pie for the Fourth oh, of July. Oh my gosh, was oh, it so oh, good? Oh, and my kids wouldn't eat it. So my wife and I were like, you know. Here we go. You want a piece? Oh, yeah. So the first thing in the morning, I'm having a cup of coffee and homemade cherry pie. I was like, God, you're so good. Hey, have a great night. We'll see you. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Word FM and Salem Communications. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.